And I'm Cadaver Dad Jeff Burnham. And we are coming to you from Frankenstein's Monkey Farm. And today's topic is the monsters of Stranger Things. Stranger Things, are you old enough to watch that? (laughs) No, but I can. (laughs) Yeah, I did have to cover my eyes sometimes. True, you did that, for Mm -hmm. sure. Do you remember the rating of the show? PG-14. TV-14, actually. PG-13 is the movie rating. TV-14 is the television rating. So, yes, TV-14, which is to say PG-13-ish, right? Just like with Critters 4, you ended up covering your eyes, especially during the last season. Um, Well, we should talk for a second about, I guess, what we're going to do on this show so people know whether or not to expect spoilers. What are, what are we going to be talking about? I We're not going to be like talking about like what happens in this episode and that episode. We're just going to be talking about the monster. Like the monster of season one, two, and three and stuff like that. Yeah. Basically. This isn't a narrative overview. We were going to actually earlier in the year start reviewing uh, the first two seasons, do episodes on each of those so that we could do an episode on season three. Just didn't happen, but... You know, we just finished the third season and thought, man, we would really like to record a show on this, even though it's not a movie. Yeah, since basically there's like a bunch of monsters. There's, you know, we're a monster movie podcast, but, you know, Netflix original series, close enough to a movie. Why not? Like, I think four episodes is like two hours. No, I mean, each episode's like 45 to 55 minutes. Some of them go over an hour. Because it's yeah. on Netflix, they can kind of make the episodes as long as they want. Like the last episode of season three is an hour 17. Yeah. So like, um, a lot one of thing the episodes that... Are, the last episodes are the longest, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, generally speaking, if you're going to have a long episode, it's going to be like the debut of a season, like the season premiere or the you know um, season finale, for sure. But uh, uh, right up front, we aren't going to be spoiling, like, the end of Season 3. So if you haven't watched the end of Season 3, we're not going to spoil that. Um, And if Al should happen to mention something from Season 3 ending that is a spoiler, I'll just cut it out. So you don't got to worry. There will be a couple things in talking about the monsters that we do have to spoil. But I would say if you've seen, you know, the first five or six episodes of season three, you will have seen all of this anyway, but it's not like major turning point spoiler stuff. You know, nothing yeah. nothing super specific like that. We're just talking about the monsters because, you know, if we're going to get this all done in one episode, we got to streamline. So, yeah. monsters of Stranger Things. First of all, Al, I know everybody's going to be curious. What do you think of the show? It's a good show. That's it? That's your, that's your whole review? Yeah. It's a good show. 
they got Joe. They it's me, Alistair, and the Stranger Things that they got Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's well, it's one too that we had known some other kids who have been watching it. Al got a bunch of Stranger Things stuff for Christmas because people assumed that he had been watching it. Him having you know a podcast about monster movies and being my kid. So we jumped in, and yeah, definitely there's stuff that you covered your eyes for. There's, you know, a a lot of stuff that I guess we could talk about parental guidance-wise. Alistair, do you want to lead this this time? Parental guidance? You want to sort of point out some stuff that maybe parents should be concerned about? Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of gore. Gore. Like throughout the show. Yeah. Yeah. It gets more gorier the more into the series. Like, first, the first... Like, season's not that much. Second season, okay. Third season, uh, yeah. you That's like a bunch of gore. There's a bunch of gore. So, sure. Tons of, a bunch of gore. Not tons of gore, I guess. It is TV 14. So, you get a bunch of gore um, to the point where, especially more towards season three, Al ends up covering his eyes more often during the show. So... Um, again, not a thing that I'm guiding, but sort of letting Al police that. If something's too spooky or too scary, he knows when to cover his own eyes. He's very good about that. So, Gore, what else should people be maybe concerned about? Um, hmm. Anything with the language? Yes, a lot of bad words. Mm-hmm, Lots. bad words. Mm-hmm. Al, what bad do you words. do if you hear a bad word? I don't say it. <laughs> you gotta make Ever. sure your kids aren't repeating that. Sure. Big lesson there. Don't repeat the bad words, but you know how your kids handle it. So, gore, bad words. There is, of course, violence. I mean, it's a monster show, so violence. Yeah. And then there is uh, plenty of adult romantic scenarios, though nothing super explicit, but plenty of smooching and kissing that Alistair's like, no, I can't watch it. The people are kissing. Dad, no, I do not do that. Oh, you don't? Are you No. Cu- you don't cover your eyes? You're like, this is the best part of the show? No, I don't cover my eyes. <laughs> Dad. Anything else you can think of? No. That's the big stuff, I'd say. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, spoo- it's spooky, too. There's plenty of yeah. spookiness. But... Um, if you haven't seen the show, I would say that, you know, I it, yeah, it's a horror show, but it is kind of more of a monstery adventure show than it is like yeah. straight horror. Uh-huh. It's kind of like, it's kind of like Adventure Time, just more realistic and more <laughs> scarier and like greater. So, so wait. not Adventure Time. <laughs> so basically 10%. 10% Adventure Time. Yeah, it's my favorite like... character in a, in uh, Stranger Things is the dog that can turn into a hat. What? That's Jake in Adventure Time. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> yeah, so maybe not quite like Adventure Time. I know, but like there is monsters. And yeah, no, I got, I got you, like I that. got you. Yeah, and of course, Adventure Time has a very strong kind of Dungeons and Dragons influence as well. Yeah. And in this show, they you do see them playing, like, main characters playing Dungeons and Dragons, so. And who, I guess generally, in sort of a a plot overview, not a, not a season by season or even episode by episode thing, but, like, 
what happens in the show, generally speaking? Because you mentioned our main characters, but like what's going on in the show? Just broad overview. If you had to describe the entire series in a couple sentences, what would you say it's about? I would say it's about there's a different world and monsters are coming, so people try and kill them. So a different world from our world. Different world, basically. Different world, like, below us, basically. So to make that comprehensible, (laughs) I would say, um, and feel free to disagree with me here if this isn't exactly what you were saying, that ultimately the show is about a group of Dungeons & Dragons playing kids who are in a town in Indiana where there is a gateway that opens up to another dimension and monsters come through. Yeah, that's probably almost exactly like the show. And that's what you were saying. You just kind of missed a little bit of those details. When I'm looking for that summary, I guess that's the thing that you want to keep in mind, too. And this is something just to remember as a writer, that when you do those concise summaries, you want some specifics, right? Like a town in Indiana where a gateway to another dimension opens up, right? That's Uh the kind of specifics you want. Yours was like, there's another world and monsters and people got to kill them. (laughs) And it's like super vague. Couple specifics will do you, right? Uh, And then one of the characters has superpowers. So that's pretty cool. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about the monsters Uh, of Stranger Things. So can we start talking about them? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Season one. What monster do we get in season one? The Demogorgon that we also have a little, like, minifigure of. (laughs) Yep, we got toys. We don't, no, we don't have a plushie. There is a plushie out there, but we do have a couple toys of the Demogorgon. We have a poster. We do, and we also have, like, a minifigure Mm -hmm. with two of the main characters, too, a Demogorgon, and I think it's three? Yeah, we have Dustin, Mike, and Will. Will. Yeah. yeah, Dustin, yeah, Mike, and Will. Mini, the mystery Dustin, minis. Yeah, and and a giant and a Demogorgon. And we actually have a couple Funko Pops. We got a Hopper and a um, a Dustin, I believe. I think it's a Dustin. I think yeah. so. Yeah. So yeah. the Demogorgon. What should our listeners know about the Demogorgon? What makes this monster special? Because it looks like. Like, basically, its face opens up into a flower that has teeth and eats things, basically. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Its uh-huh. face has kind of, like, meat petals <laughs> that open yeah, up with teeth. It's just like, yeah, it's just like a face, but then it opens up and it looks like a flower with, like, the seeds are actually teeth. Yeah, that's a good way to describe eyes. it. doesn't even have eyes. How no. can it even see? It's, it seems to function more based on um, sound than anything else maybe smell i don't know i don't know anything about it it's like physiology it's an otherworldly monster you know it might use it um, might use like a sixth scent sixth scent good 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 Uh good good use of the terminology that's exactly kind of what i was going to say Uh is maybe it uses some kind of esp a sixth sense absolutely Uh good call al i'm proud of you my man that's a really good term drop in there Uh i like that maybe like it Maybe I can like um like when it feels heat, maybe it can feel heat from body. Well, also and I no, I think your your suggestion that maybe it has a sixth sense actually carries a lot of weight given what we learn in season 2. In season 1 we don't know a ton about it, 
but we learned a lot about its uh, world in season two. We do? Yeah. I mean, we we meet other monsters and stuff, and we yeah. learn about its life cycle. So, you know, there's more stuff to be learned there. But uh, what else do you want to say about the Demogorgon? Why is it called the Demogorgon? How about that? Oh, I don't know, actually. You don't remember that? No. <laughs> it's been a while since we watched the first season. It's called the Demogorgon because the Demogorgon is a monster in Dungeons and & Dragons. And so... The kids at the heart of this show end up naming the monsters after Dungeons and Dragons monsters. Uh-huh. So it's ba- it's based on that. But yeah. anything else that you want to say? Uh, actually, if the Demogorgon doesn't have its face open, it kind of looks like a person yeah. if it's far away. Almost like a Slender Man or something. Yeah, like, like a, if it's far away yeah. from you, just looks like a... Sh- like, basically, like, sometimes if a person's, like, way far away from you, it just looks black. Well, and it can also sort of move on all fours. So it can also look like a bear, too. Like, some people think it's a bear in the first season. Uh-huh. Since, like, in the first season, also, when it eats, it looks like um, like the one from season two, the demo dogs. Just mm-hmm. like a big demo dog. Well. When it eats. And why does it look like a big demo dog? Because demo dogs um, walk on all fours, basically. Uh-huh, but and there's a very good reason a demogorgon looks like a demodog. Because demodogs become demogorgons. Yeah, we learned it's about like, the life cycle. Uh-huh. It's the, like a tiny thing. I've, it doesn't have like the opening face. It's kind of almost like um, a little... Tadpool? Tadpool? A tadpole? A demopool? A demopool? Pole. Tadpole. A demopole. A demopole. Demopole? Okay. Demopole. Yeah, it's got kind of like, or like a polywog kind of a thing. Yeah, it does. A demowog? Yeah, demowog. Demowog. It does actually kind of look like a polywog. Yeah, and it's got a little. Yeah, Pokemon. Um, <laughs> Pokemon polywog. Oh, well, sure. Polywog <laughs> is a Pokemon, actually. Everything's Pokemon here lately. You guys don't even know. Um, but yeah, it's got like the little front legs and then kind of like a tail and then it sheds its skin and it gets bigger and it sheds its skin and it gets bigger and eventually it becomes a demogorgon, we learn. Yeah, and it yeah. actually, it was Dustin's, it became a mm-hmm. demodog and then ate his cat. Yeah, it's called Dart. Dart, yeah. Dart the demodog. I like uh-huh. that storyline a lot. Uh-huh. That's that's the thing that I, I like, enjoy quite a bit. It also was in his trash begging for food. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, a sign that clearly there are other things afoot in Season 2, you know. Um, what else do we meet in Season 2? What other monsters are we there? We meet the Shadow Monster. Yeah, called the Con- Shadow. Yeah. yeah, the Shadow Monster or Shadow Man or something like that for a it long time. It was the Mind... Like, no, at the end, it's the Mind Flayer. Yeah, they give it a name. Dungeons and Dragons. Exactly, a D&D name. They give the Mind Flayer a name really late in the season. Um, I speculate that people would have been more into season two if they would have named the Mind Flayer earlier on. This is just a minor thing, I'm sure. But yeah. uh, there was there were plenty of people who didn't like season two. But I think that not naming the big monster until later when they named the Demogorgon so early on in season one, I think may have hurt that perception a little bit. I don't know. That's, that's speculation. Yeah. But I think the Mind Flayer is a really cool name. When we finally get it. Uh-huh. What's the Mind Flayer about? The Mind Flayer, like, in season three, it has, Well, like, let's, let's go okay. season two. Yeah, no, season, season two. two. Well, what it's doing is basically, like, 
a virus. Mm-hmm. Basically, good. a virus from a different world. That's like a good description. A giant yeah. virus, basically, and it like made Will the host. Yeah, of yeah, the virus? yeah. But like, basically, the virus is controlling Will. And what else does it control? His mind. His mind and the minds of? People. No. Demogorgon. Demogorgon. He's like the king, basically. Yeah. So I think that your idea of it having a sixth sense is indeed something that has weight to it because we do know that it is part of this hive mind that is controlled by the mind flayer. So I think that's that's potentially true. Since. Maybe the Mind Flayer sees through, like, sees where the Demogorgons are. Just like it does with Will. uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And, like, tells the Demogorgon where to go. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about the Mind Flayer from Season 2? Um. Before we move into uh, Season 3, because there's more to say. For sure. Okay, so Season 3 here. Uh, Season 3, we get more... Horrors from the upside down uh, this time again. Exploding, exploding into blobs. Rats. So spoilers a little bit. Not like I said, not not endgame spoilers, no season finale. You literally spoilers, see it at the But like, like yeah, we get rats when blowing it starts, up. When it starts, you see in the ironworks and then rats explode. I think it's a steelworks, but steelworks. It was iron. Yeah, it was steelworks. I think so. I think it was steelworks. It was a. It it is a metallurgical <laughs> installation of some sort. But it sort. was like shut down. Yeah. So we get rats exploding. The rats are also doing something weird. What were they doing? They were like eating things, basically. Yeah, eating things that living creatures on Earth would not want to eat because it would kill you. Like fertilizer. Chemicals. Chemicals. Yeah. Uh-huh. We totally inverted there. We reverse jinxed. <laughs> I don't... I, uh, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah. What what else is going on in season three? What other monsters do we get? We get more hosts. More hosts. Like, Way okay. More hosts. So more hosts for um, the, um, the mind flare, right? More people being controlled by the mind flare. Absolutely. And this is where we get into some, you know, mid-season spoilers here. What's the purpose of these hosts? And why are they eating the chemicals? Basically, what they're trying to do is to kill L. Basically, the one that can, like... The the super-powered child, yes. Uh Um, But these these, uh, hosts are called the flayed, right? Uh They've been flayed by the mind flayer. But eventually they do something that ties into the monsters of the season. What happens? They, like, all of them go into the steelworks and, like, they fall down into the globs and come into him. And then he comes out, literally, as, like, melted humans. Yeah. There's kind of a blob thing going on in this season. Uh, Early on we see a couple, or not early on, again, mid-season stuff, two people turn into blobs, and they combine into one blob monster. And we get a cool, like, Steve McQueen blob scene. Yeah, you're right. Also, I forgot to say this, but literally it's kind of like the Mind Flare is using Memory Melt, the attack that a Pokemon can do, Memory Melt. Oh, I told you Pokemon is everything around here. What's that Pokemon called? Slow King. Slow King. So, Slow King and the Mind Flare... Very much the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, when they come together, 
these bl- these humans like later on and they form a giant monster what does this monster look like the mind flayer basically yeah. like it's like a meaty blobby mind flayer like a mini mind flayer yeah oh there's there's probably like one main mind flayer but then like there's like mini mind flares well that's more like a puppet version of it you know yeah a a puppet a meat puppet puppet mind flare yeah a puppet mind flare yeah then a puppet flare a puppet flare a puppet flare that's what it is a puppet flare are we missing anything did we miss any monsters i mean there's some little ones like when in season two there are like parts of the walls in the the tunnels uh, the virus tunnels under Hawkins that sort of spit poison in people's faces. But that kind of doesn't... I don't think that really counts as a monster. Maybe. It's hardly worth talking about. I think I've said everything there is to say about it. You remember what I'm talking about? It's like a like sort of a, oh, yeah. a mouth on the wall that spits things in their face. Huh? Yeah. Like knocks them out? Does yeah. it poison them? It just knocks them out. Oh, I think it probably poisons them too. Can't be good for you. Anything from the upside yeah. down can't be good for you. The place is toxic. Maybe it spits it in your face and then knocks you out so the Demogorgons can eat you. Yeah, probably. probably. I mean, long and yeah. short of it. Yeah. Did we miss any monsters? No. Do you have a favorite monster from Stranger Things? Hmm. I would say... Actually, the Demogorgon. The Demogorgon Not the Demodogs. Just the classic season one Demogorgon. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. I'm going to go with the Mind Flayer Meat Puppet. I love that thing. Do you mean the Puppet Flayer? I think that's so cool. The Puppet Flayer, whatever you want to call it. I think that's amazing. All the blob stuff is really cool. Uh And real gory. That's where you're going to want to, you know... Make sure if your kids can't handle horror stuff that they're covering their eyes. Alistair did cover his eyes during a number of moments in season three in particular. So, Like the first? Well, we won't talk about too many of them because I don't want to spoil it any more than we have already. Um, We've done a really good job of not spoiling anything. I don't think I will have to cut anything out that we've said. But that's my favorite. Do you have a beastly best moment from the entire series? I would say... When, like, Will's on his bike going home, then the Demogorgon's just standing there. It uh, actually kind of freaked me out. I was like... So that's also maybe your mm-hmm. get spooked moment? Yep. Also my get yeah. spooked moment. It was like, he's just riding on his bike. What's going to happen? I'm like, then the Demogorgon appeared and I was like, huh? I yeah. freaked out for a second. Yeah. And so it was like, it randomly just appeared. I was like, what is that thing? Yeah, that's pretty spooky stuff. For sure. Since I didn't see its mouth open. Yeah, well, I mean, it's we didn't see its mouth open until later when it opens its, like, flowery meat petal, uh-huh. you know. Since, like, I always thought, like, since uh, the minifigure we have has its mouth open, I was like, is that, is it, what is that? Is that a different monster? But it's still a Demogorgon, just not with its head open. Uh, Demogorgons yeah. are actually a mainly drawed, like, main... Drawn? Actually, people know Demogorgons with their face, like, open. Oh, they're mostly depicted with their uh-huh. head, like, open. Yeah, yeah, but not absolutely. with their head closed. Yeah, they're really nondescript and uninteresting with their head closed in yeah. many ways. Absolutely. I agree with you. The Demodogs are better, like, designed in terms of their non-open face yeah, appearance like, because it they, it's like, like in a point, like an, uh-huh. an open flower. 
and then when it's open flowers, it's actually kind of cool. The demo dogs are actually kind of cooler. I like the demo dogs. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome, man. Yeah. Let's um let's talk about some other stuff here really quick, some podcast stuff before we get out of here because um we had some really nice things said about us on iTunes or or Apple Podcasts now, I guess. Uh, iTunes died. Something's going on with iTunes. I don't know. But Apple Podcasts is still around, and we got a lot of reviews on there, and I wanted to take a couple minutes here and read through a few of them. Do you want to read, th- read through these with yeah. me? Yeah. Cool. Let me um, grab these really quick. All right. So the first one we have here is a review, and uh, like I said on a previous episode, we'd read about four of them on the show because the way that the iTunes page before was laid out it would only show me that we had like three or four reviews and we have a bunch more than that. So we'll read through a few here, read through a few, maybe next time, um, you know, just for fun because, you know, people took the time to listen to our show and review it and we want to read that. Um, Al's, Al wants to read them though. So yeah. uh, here's the first one from Alkaline B, which was uh, actually posted yesterday. Fun and great quality. I get sick of hearing adults on podcasts. Problem solved. Little monster man has it. There it is. All right. So then the next one we have here is from Drew, our buddy Drew of the Real Feels podcast. Al, do you want to read this one here? It's a bit long, but I'm sure you've got it. Yep, I do. Okay. Drew says... Smart and funny, I can honestly say why it's taken me this long to review this fabulous show, but here we go. This hands down one of the best movie review shows out there, not just because we have horror slash monster films, my personal favorite, but we also have two amazing hosts to educate us along. Father and son team, <laughs> Jeff and Al, are simply amazing. Throughout his show, this show, we've been able to gain great insight through hosts Jeff's stellar research, as well as watch, listen, Al grow and become quite the movie-slash-monster buff. One can only wish to have a room at Frankenstein's Monkey Farm, just to be close to the action. Dangerous place. Dangerous place, Drew. <laughs> it is. A bunch of rats down bunch in of the rats. pipes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah All right, yeah. One, one, one more section to go here. It's clear that you have father who loves spending time with his son, but equally important, we have the fascinating and wild... Fascination. Fascination and wild imagination of bright... Brilliant, actually. Brilliant kid to make sure that we're ready for... Whatever monsters come our way, from classic monster films to iconic creatures of horror, ho- horror hosts. Horror, comma. Horror, comma. Hosts, <laughs> Cadaver Dad and Al are always on point. Don't miss a single episode. Yep, and that's Drew of the Real Feels podcast. Check out Real Feels as well. It is a show that I listen to a lot. Um, let's see. So we read Father of Ben on the show. We read the one from Henry from Spook Factory on the show. You want to do this? Okay, there's a short one. There's a nice short one from Mandy Cat, who says... Adorable? This is super cute podcast. I love it. There we go. That's easy enough. We got this one from Ms. Julie, 
Unique information and informative. hilarious. Informative and hilarious. How many podcasts were the brainchild of a? <laughs> it should be a, a yeah. four-year-old. Probably just this one. Jeff and Alistair get pretty goofy while they review monster movies, and the result is a hoot. That's true. We do get pretty goofy. Yeah, we do a lot. All right, so it looks like we've got two more here that we've not read on the show. Before, we did read the one from Mr. Bibbs. Uh, we read the one from Brian's Tones, and we read the one from Pigbug2. Thank you again for all those reviews. Um, but we've got two more here that Al can knock out really quickly, he says. So uh, here we go. This one's from DM2160, another one that we missed from ages ago. Again, apologies. They just weren't showing up on the, my page view for some reason. Here we go. So much fun. Great pod for kids of all age, including the grown-up variety. Jeff and Al choose great horror films that are family-friendly. That doesn't mean they're cartoons, like classic, including I Was Teenage Werewolf and Karloff slash Lugosi films. Al is great at sharing tips to protect yourself from movie monsters. This pod is enjoyable and makes me smile when remembering how much I loved horror from every young age. There you go. And of course, we haven't done an episode of Al's Monster Stampede in quite a while, so we're going to have to do uh, at least, I think, two of those for this year. I would like to have one up for Halloween uh, during the month of October, and then I think we could get another one up over the summer here. What do you think? Yeah. I think, th I think that's pretty reasonable. Um, we got some time after camp ends to make that happen. Mm -hmm. And one last one here from, um, apologies, uh, if I mispronounce this, Aronel Lissasul, or Isasul, could be an I at the beginning, I realize. Best podcast ever. I always get so excited when a new episode comes out. Elle and his father have witty, delightful, intelligent conversations that I am so lucky to get to enjoy as a podcast listener. I rave about this podcast to anyone who will listen. Keep up the good work. Good reading there, bud. And if you want to hear Alistair read your reviews on the show, uh, you know, review us uh, on Apple Podcasts. That's cool. Or if you review us somewhere else, let me know and I'll, and I'll try to pull that up too. We love to get them, and it, you know, helps Al see that this podcast, which sometimes, you know, uh, it, it can be hard, you know, with so much going on in this little guy's life, doing school and camp and dance and all this other stuff, to keep in mind that, you know, what we're doing here is fun, and other people enjoy it, and that it isn't just work. So I think hearing that other people have so much fun with it probably helps you, doesn't it? Yeah, it does a lot. How'd you feel about those reviews? Very, very good. Yeah, and that make you feel good about the show? Yeah. So we'll keep it going. Uh, again, ratings and reviews help wherever you're listening to us. I'm sure they help us get noticed. Thank you for that. Um, if you want to support the show or support Alistair with a little bit of money towards his college fund and get exclusive content, you can go to patreon.com slash word salad there you go and on patreon.com slash word salad we have a bunch of exclusive content from uh, ourselves as well as joe of word salad radio so we got a whole bunch of stuff there 
Um, I've been doing a lot more episodes of Cinemuck, a show that I produce exclusively for Patreon. And Alistair is actually going to do an episode of Cinemuck with me yes, I over will. the summer. So that's exciting. <laughs> that's going to be... I was on the end of one of them. Yeah, I think you were on the first or second episode just for a few minutes. Yeah, but, but this one I'm going to be on the, the whole episode. Yeah, yeah, you're going to do the double feature with me and everything. And I just recorded another new one yesterday. So that's exciting. Um, and again... Uh, the money that we pull in from there goes into a savings account for Alistair as a college fund, um, you know, to help him in his education. If he's teaching you something about monster movies and you want to help him learn some more stuff later on, there you go. That's the best way to support us. So uh, social media, let's do that stuff before we get out of here. So um, Instagram could have a cast. Twitter could have underscore cast. Facebook, Cadavercast Critters and Creeps Club, and you can always send us an email at cadavercast at gmail.com if you've got anything longer to say than 140 characters or you don't want to use Facebook or whatever. And uh, I guess that's it. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. You want to get us signed out, dude? Yep. You've been listening to another episode of Cadavercast. I'm Al Burnham. And I'm Cadaver Dad Jeff Burnham. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. We love you. It's me, Alistair, and the Stranger Things is a good show.